where there is envy and malice, given us abundance of goodness, endurance, victory, and charity, O Lord. Thou who lovest man, we beg thee to reach out thy powerful hands and thy most high and mighty arms and come to our aid. Hello, my friends. We are here. We're here in Los Angeles, right outside Dodgers Stadium, where what's going to take place is really momentous. We're here on the feast day of the most sacred heart of Jesus. On this very day, the church, Christ himself, is being attacked by one of the greatest institutions in America, Major League Baseball. The Dodgers are honoring a group that calls themselves the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They are an anti-Catholic hate group that's really, it's to describe it is so horrific, I can hardly do it, but you look at what they do to desecrate our Lord. They do filthy things with crosses, with the holy crucifix, and they do it on purpose to mock Christianity. But you know, what we're here for is not to march against them and to denounce them. The behavior is terrible, but they are lost souls. These are men who are mostly homosexual or trans or whatever they consider themselves. They dress up as nuns to mock and then they paint their faces grotesquely to mock Catholicism and the faith, but we have to understand they're lost souls. And so we're here loving them and telling them what they're doing is wrong, absolutely. What the Dodgers are doing in honoring them is wrong, and that's mind-boggling, considering the lengths they go to to mock religion, to mock the faith, to mock our Lord Jesus Christ. But this is a procession of reparation. What that means is we're like doing something to comfort, to console the most sacred heart of Jesus, which is so offended by these actions. But like Jesus on the way of the cross, like Jesus on the cross, we don't condemn those doing it. We pray with our Lord, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know the atrocities that they're committing. They can't even understand that. So we're not here to condemn them. We're here to pray for them. And we're here thanks to you, because we couldn't do this work without you, without your prayers. And there's so many of you who have signed. We've got a petition of over 15,000 of you who signed, begging the Dodgers not to go ahead with this. They went ahead with it anyway. They're going ahead with it. We're going there right now. Who knows? Maybe last second they're going to turn around. But we're going to be here, led by Bishop Joseph Strickland, the most courageous bishop in the United States, from Tyler, Texas, all the way out here in Los Angeles. We are so honored to be here. Lots is going to go on today. The great people who have set this up, Terry Barber, Jesse Romero, John Yep for Virgin Most Powerful Radio, from Catholics for Catholics, who LifeSite was very privileged to join and sponsor in this momentous, momentous occasion. Join with us, walk with us, and pray with us as we process on this feast of the most sacred heart of Jesus to make reparation for the sins committed against his most sacred heart and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. We're so privileged to be here. Thank you for joining us, and let's go. Hello, dear LifeSite viewers. We are living in a moment of truth. Each day we encounter the evils of the woke agenda, especially during this month of June, as the woke corporations, they continue to infiltrate our homes via the media. Now this month, the mainstream media works 
overtime to spread false teaching and make a mockery of traditional families and the Christian values we hold most dear. But look around. Look at the pushback against Bud Light and Target. People are finally starting to wake up and they're actually looking. They're looking for the clarity and answers. So this is our moment to give the world what they need so desperately, the truth. We have a golden opportunity right now. There's a surge of interest and we need to jump on it to give the public the truth on life, faith, family, and freedom that they so desperately need. But you know what? We can't do that without you. We are in the midst of a quarterly summer fundraising campaign, and we are in need of your support, both prayerful and financial. We must raise a minimum of $500,000 before June 30th. So please donate at the link in the description below and be on the lookout as LifeSite will be on the road during this month of June, heading to Los Angeles, to Chicago, to Washington, D.C., all to shed the light of truth during this critical time. Thank you so much for your prayers and for your support and your dedication. Let's take advantage of this moment and by the grace of God, may our efforts serve him and his truth. And may that bear much fruit. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston. May God bless you. You guys are exactly where you need to be today. Thank you very much. And thank you for standing up for Jesus with your lives, with your lips, and with your love. Viva Cristo Rey! Viva la Virgen María! Viva nuestra fe! Viva la Iglesia! Viva los cristianos! Jesus Christ chose 12 apostles. Those representations in today, in 2023, of those apostles are the bishops. And we have a bishop here with us today. Without further ado, I would like to welcome the dear bishop, Joseph Strickland, will lead us in prayer to start this off. This is America's bishop right here. You're looking at him, America's bishop. Now a prayer of deliverance. Lord have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. God, our Lord, King of ages, all-powerful and mighty, Thou who has made everything, who has transformed everything simply by Thy will, Thou who in Babylon changed into dew the flames of the seven times hotter furnace, and protected and saved the three holy children, Thou art the doctor and the physician of our souls. Thou art the salvation of those who turn to Thee, we beseech thee to make powerless, banish and drive out every diabolic power, presence, and imagination, every evil influence, the malefice or evil eye, and all evil actions aimed against your servants. Where there is envy and malice, given us abundance of goodness, endurance, victory, and charity, O Lord. Thou who lovest man, we beg thee to reach out thy powerful hands and thy most, most high and mighty arms, and come to our aid. Help us who are made in your image. Send the angel of peace over us to protect us body and soul. May he keep at bay and vanquish every evil power, every poisonous or malice invoked against us by corrupt and envious people. 
then under the protection of thy authority, may we sing in gratitude, The Lord is my salvation, whom shall I fear? I will not fear evil, because thou art with me, my God, my strength, my powerful Lord, Lord of peace, Father of all ages. Amen. And now a perimeter prayer, asking for the Holy Spirit to banish all evil spirits from this place, from every heart here, and from this city. Lord Jesus Christ, in thy love and mercy, establish a perimeter of protection around God's people present here, and myself, and all our loved ones, and those who pray for us near and far, and their loved ones. May the holy angels guard us in all our possessions, establishing a perimeter of protection around us, all to gather in the prayer rally this afternoon, rendering us immune from any kind of demonic influence. I ask that no demonic bondage, door, patron, demonic entity, portal, astral projection, or disembodied spirit may enter the space of these 100 yards in all directions of us. I ask that any demons within this vicinity or any that should try to enter here be rendered deaf, dumb, and blind, that thou would strip them of all weapons, armor, power, illusions, and authority, that thou would bind, rebuke, and disable them from communicating or interacting with each other in any way. Remove them, sending them directly to the foot of thy cross, Jesus, Son of the Most High. I ask this in thy glorious and most holy name. Amen. We need to embrace the model that Jesus Christ offers us. Lovingly, clearly sharing the truth. We know that Jesus is the face of truth. He is truth incarnate. The world needs to know him. There are too many within the world, and sadly, even within our beautiful Catholic faith, that is always one holy Catholic and apostolic. Not because of us, but because God has established it so. That holiness comes from God. That apostolic call comes from God. That unity is always in His Son, Jesus Christ. We often hear about the need to be unified. Absolutely. But we will never be unified in false messages that ignore Jesus Christ. We must be people of love, but real love. We look to Jesus on the cross for our image of love. It is an image of sacrificial love and truth that he died to share with us. We need to look to him as our model, our hope, and our Lord. What the devil intended for evil, God has made into good. Here we all are on the very feast of the Sacred Heart, making a pilgrimage, a procession of reparation. Would we be here otherwise? No. So the devil, thinking he's doing something evil, turns out to be doing something good. This is a petition of 15,000 signers who couldn't be with us. We sent these 15,000 names to the Dodgers a week ago, hoping that they would turn around like they first did. 
no doing. But all of these folks are here with us in spirit, praying for us, praying with us in reparation to Jesus in his most sacred heart. What an incredible day. What an incredible thing. Praise the Lord. Praise Mary, his holy mother. But you, so many of you from here, you have a war on your hands. And you are standing for Jesus Christ, for Christ the King, the King of the world, of the universe, and the King of California. Because for those very people, the same ones who are desecrating our Lord Jesus Christ, who are dressing up like our beloved sisters, the very brides of Christ, we don't hate them for that. We hate the actions for sure. But we love them and we pray for their conversion because ours is a work of love. Let's welcome Rabbi Michael Barclay. They are honoring a group that is committed to being anti-Catholic. And if you're anti-Catholic, you're anti-religion, you're anti-God. I got a problem with that. A little over 2,000 years ago, there was a Rabbi Hillel. He said, If I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I'm only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? We are all people of faith. If we are not standing up against anti-religion of any sort, who will? If they're attacking the Catholic Church, we all have an obligation, a privilege, and a blessing to realize that, in fact, it is a conflict, and we will not support them. I am extremely and eternally grateful that every one of you worships God through Jesus. It is truly a blessing to me as a Jew. See, you know what you feel right now? You feel this, this love, this bonding, this friendship. This is a slice of heaven in the midst of, of, of this Dodger rally and the blasphemy that's occurring tonight. You know what we're bringing into this city? We're bringing in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. today not out of hatred not out of bigotry we're here and they'll never understand this because this is from love this is love this is Christ's love this is God's love this is the love for our families this is the love for our way of life the love for our religion the love for those who came before us and in this instance we're here to defend the nuns, the sisters, 
the women who put their lives on the line, the women who put their blood on the line time and time after again, whether it be in Mexico or Spain or Russia or Poland or any of the places where the nuns were killed, where the nuns were attacked and destroyed. We've all gathered here today with the bishops, with the priests, to perform an exorcism. Because we need to exorcise Dodger Stadium. We need to exorcise the demons from within our midst. Because we know that when the serpent approaches you in the desert, what do you say? You say, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. It's so important that the last thing that St. James ever wrote down was, remember brothers, whoever brings another brother back from the error of his ways will not only save his own soul from death, but will cover a multitude of sins. What was the last thing that our blessed Lord said? Go out, convert, baptize, make disciples of all nations. You can't love God without loving your neighbor, and you cannot love God without loving your neighbor if you don't care about your neighbor's soul sufficiently to lay it down for that man or that woman. That's sacrifice. That's cost. It doesn't matter what happens to you in this life. It doesn't matter. Your duty, baptized and confirmed, your duty is to witness to the truth of the Holy Catholic Church and its incredible power to not just miracles and all of that, but to have moral miracles, to change people's lives, to take even the most hardened sinner. St. Paul murdered Catholics by the hundreds and then all of a sudden became one of the greatest saints in the history of the church. That's the power of this faith. We stand here on the precipice of the collapse of a civilization the complete destruction of everything that many of us grew up with and have ever thought of and ever known. From all eternity, our Heavenly Father knew you individually. This is an individual message, not a crowd. That you individually, he would bring into existence at this moment to witness to him. Bishop Sheen said, he longed to be alive in these days. These are the days of great saints. These are the days of great sufferings and martyrdom and the witness of the truth who is Jesus Christ as taught in its completeness, its totality and its fullness in the Holy Catholic Church. Don't ever forget that. You have a divine mission. Live it out. God love you all.
Hello, friends. To celebrate the momentous overturning of Roe v. Wade, we at LifeSite have minted just under 10,000 of these brand new limited edition pro-life silver rounds. Now, each round is stamped with the image of the Supreme Court of the United States featuring the date that the High Court delivered this historic victory. And on the front of our pure silver rounds, LifeSite's logo surrounded by a brilliant sunburst and draped with olive branches. They, of course, commemorate our 25-year anniversary of LifeSite News. We began in 1997 in September, so September of 2022 was 25 years. These one-ounce silver rounds are available from our partners at stjosephspartners.com, where you can fulfill all of your silver and gold needs in this perilous time. May God bless you. And so we have finally come to the conclusion of this historic day where we started out from no one here, where there was just a couple cars. When we got back from the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass with Bishop Gomez, this parking lot was already half full, this massive, massive lot. And we were still an hour and a half from start time. These are the troublemakers who began some of this. This, well, everybody knows this guy over here. This is Jesse Romero. Who you probably don't know is Johnny, Johnny Romero. <laughs> now, they're both kickboxers, but Johnny tells me his kick is a little harder. <laughs> I'm a little younger and I'm a little taller and uh, yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> now, these guys are troublemakers in the best sense of the word. Now, this all started with Johnny. Johnny, can you tell us a story? How did this come about? Well, I, we have a friend, a mutual friend of ours, um, uh, David and Adriana and, uh, and Lara. It was really five of us, and we started calling each other and talking to each other. Can you believe what's going on? I was in disbelief. When I saw videos of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, they were men pretending to be women, and they were doing pornography in the public park. They had men dressed as Jesus. They had another apostle doing a pole dance and pretending to do homosexual acts with Jesus. It was unbelievable. If I was on the ground, I would not have been able to contain myself. I would have physically stopped them. And I'm saying, why isn't the whole world screaming bloody murder? They started doing hunky Jesus celebrations with five, six different men dressed like Jesus with crowns of thorns. And then they actually at one point uh, showing their genitals to thousands of people in a public park, pretending to be Jesus over the top, had Foxy Mary celebrations, women dressed like prostitutes pretending to be the Blessed Virgin Mary. I, I still am in disbelief that the whole world was not screaming. This is, this is the definition of when you go to a job and they say, not, do not discriminate against people for this, 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 or religion. This is the definition of hate, bigotry, and discrimination. And nobody was doing anything. I was frustrated. I was telling people and they were saying, I love the Dodgers, just leave it alone, just leave it alone. If you leave it alone, if, if, if uh, good men don't do nothing, evil continues to exist. And I could not stand by. I called my brother Jessup, I said, Jess, we have to do something. We started calling people, we must do something. And uh, Jess finally said about a half a week into this, let's do it, man, let's do it. I started calling a good friend of mine, Steve from uh, LAPD, 
retired, helped me, and without his help, I wouldn't have been able to get all the different phone calls done. Had a planning meeting, and there was 20 people in LAPD headquarters on, on uh, Central Station, and I couldn't believe there were so many people involved. We reached out to our non-Catholic brothers and sisters. I got there 10 minutes late for the meeting. I got a flat tire the day of the meeting. I knew non-Catholic brothers and sisters in the group, and we had a meeting, and we said, let's reach out. This will be historic. It's the first time we had about 5,000 people here. It's the first time we've ever had about 20, you know, over 2,000 non-Catholic Christians with about 3,000 Catholic Christians that were all respecting each other and praying for one another. This was historic, and we got, we claimed this ground back. This city is not called Los Angeles. It's called Nuestra Señora, Reina de Los Angeles. In English, Our Lady, Queen of the Angels. This ground today was claimed back to the Mother of God, who it rightfully belongs to. Amen. Thank you so much. Say some words. I can totally tell he's your brother, Jesse. <laughs> Let me ask you this, your impressions of the day in terms of what happened here, give us a little end. We were here, we're going to show this, but I'd like, if you don't mind, your perception of what went on today. My perception is this, this was the perfect definition of ecumenism, okay? Nobody's compromising what they believe, but we're here for a greater cause than all of our little petty squabbles. We're here for the Lord Jesus Christ. We're here because they're attacking Christianity. And uh, there was nobody here engaging in a Catholic Protestant apologetics. There's nobody here, you know, that's 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 uh, debating with each other. Everybody was here. John 17 was being lived out here. It was all of us united in Christ. I wanted to, you know, show that we're men of discipline, men of prayer, and be the bigger the bigger man. And we did have some people that were screaming at us and a couple of, uh, you know, middle fingers at us, but they were from a distance. And thank God that. My security team and the that LAPD uniformed officers were right there, and nothing actually happened. Nobody actually got violent with us. There was people they wanted to. We were just too great in numbers. We had 5,000, okay? Catholics need to realize that we're going to be fighting this battle until your heart stops, until the second coming of Christ. Because I'm going to tell you, the transgender movement is satanic. It's a diabolical movement. You got Lucian Greaves, who's the the leader of the temple of Satan, he said it, it's all over the internet. He says, most of our members are transgender. He says, we're 100% behind this movement. He says, and we're, we're gonna do, use all our power to make sure that this becomes mainstream. Our ladies promise, once we think that we're backs are, our backs are up against the wall, we're gonna go get thrown off the cliff, the reign of Mary is going to come. I wanna introduce you to another part of the organizing crew for this monumental event that just went down. His name is John Yep. Some of you might know him. He's got an amazing family, which I just learned about. And he is the, he's the one who runs something called Catholics for Catholics. And they were majorly involved in organizing this absolutely stunning procession with Bishop Strickland and all that went into it. John, first of all, congratulations. Thank you so much, John. On something that was truly amazing and monumental for the United States. Tell us a little bit about what you did in organizing, how that came about. This was a definition of a grassroots event. It was multiple groups who figured out how to work together. You know, non-Catholics, we came together, had our Zoom meetings and coordinated people. And, we, you know, we put structure to it. And lo and behold, we got this thing, you know, it blew up. And 
this event was done without the structural support of the face of the church, right? The local church did not really have it. So right or wrong, we went ahead and the word spread and people felt drawn by the spirit to show up and they did in massive numbers. I never guessed 5,000. I mean, it's had that, that PM people, it was incredible, you know? Uh, and it's, it, this is a moment that you said, it, you started off saying this is historic. I believe it is historic because in such a short time, we masked such a, a strong response and, and that's gonna, that's gonna set a tone. So, one of the, uh, the last piece, if you will, of the organizers of this incredible procession, this incredible gathering, to repair, to give comfort to our Lord's Sacred Heart on His very feast day, against the atrocity that's going on, but really in reparation to our Lord and praying for their conversion, is this man right here. His name is Terry Barber. Terry. John, Henry, thank you again for covering our little prayer vigil and our prayer of reparation to atone for the sacrileges that are going on in the world and in the church. And thousands of people, it's not so very little, was it? No, we had three or four or five thousand people, it's hard to know. But uh, what was touching about it was that people would come to me and say, you know, I've always wanted to stand up in the workplace for my faith, but I've never had the, the courage to do it. And when you put this thing together, and now that it happened, I am empowered now to be more bold about my faith. And I think that happens when you bring your faith out, praying the rosary in a public place, uh, saying prayers of litanies to the Sacred Heart in a public atmosphere. It makes you realize that our faith is real. One thing about Terry Barber is, as you can see, he's a man of little stature. <laughs> but he's been used so powerfully by our Lord, it is stunning. Um, how did you get involved in this, and what did you see in it to start when the idea came about? Well, this idea came from Johnny Romero, Jesse Romero's brother, said, we need to do something about this atrocity. I said, yes, we do. We had already been encouraging people to send letters, emails, call people on our Virgin Most Powerful radio show, and, you know, we said, what else can we do? Well, when Johnny said, let's, let's, let's do some kind of prayer vigil of reparation, Say, you count us in, let's do it. So we went down and got the permit from the uh, LA city and with the police department. And uh, the rest is history. We uh, just started talking about it in LifeSite News and other ministries, uh, Catholic Vote, and other good organizations. We all kind of joined together, which is something that I've always wanted to see as a Catholic lay apostolate. I've been involved since 1978, involved in it. And I've always said, why don't we partner with all these guys? And we did that on Saturday at Dodger Stadium. Truly amazing. Do you get that? 1978. That's long before all of us were fighting. Now this guy, this guy here, he's a real hero. And uh, we're so grateful for you, Terry. Let's correct that. Uh, any good that I do comes from God. I thank him for it. And, you know, God uses the weak to confound the strong. We have a biblical <laughs> worldview here, brother. But I want to encourage all of our listeners who have just witnessed the march and the prayer vigil and reparation, that they could also do that in their communities also. Mm -hmm. And getting back to the church here, again, my passion is what the last canon of, code, of the Code of Canon Laws says, the salvation of souls. Mm -hmm. Think about all of us here right now. One Hail Mary can convert a soul. Remember Our Lady of Fatima said, souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. 
I don't care if you're four years old or 104, we all can participate in the salvific work of Jesus Christ. And we've got a lifesider who is local to Los Angeles area in Alejandro Rodriguez. He works for us in video. Alejandro, you were there yesterday at the event, at the procession, at the rally. Give us your impressions, both from yesterday, but also in the lead up to yesterday. Well, John Henry, I'll just start with the lead up. It's been exciting and nerve wracking, but it has been a battle. It has not been without its challenges. In the days leading up to the protests, we have gotten a lot of incidents involving spiritual warfare, discord within our families, just uh, moments where of despair, questioning our motives and just things where we kind of began to feel like it wasn't always a good idea to stand in front of Dodger Stadium and protest. But rising above that was the biggest challenge for us because, you know, as Catholics, you know, you want to believe that you're doing the right thing, but when, um, <clears throat> when you're silent, it's just as bad as doing evil. And so it, I realized that a lot of the things that I was experiencing, these doubts were actually due to the, the largely because uh, we were doing something very good. So in the days leading up to it, it was, ha we had to fight against those thoughts. And, you know, even within our own leadership we've had issues where you know th things weren't working out like we had to deliver things on time and we got bumped from the cathedral to the lot 13 it was really stressful on everybody and a lot of people started to lose faith and uh, some people even dropped out and uh, by the grace of God we had over 3,000 people there from, from what I could see so the we didn't have a lot of uh, counter protesters. We did have some people over there. One person actually literally said, I would rather spend 400 years in hell than to miss a Dodgers game. And you can obviously tell that there's just some disconnect from reality there. So, uh, I mean, obviously, when you have all these demonic obsessions and these oppressions coming after you, logic is going to go right out the door. And, you know, we just have to pray for these people. I mean, obviously, they need prayers. That's the most important thing. So it was really necessary for us to do the rally. And in spite of all the difficulties we faced, uh, it was very successful. It was a blessed day. We did get to hear uh, a little bit from the Archbishop about it. He didn't come. I know a lot of people were upset, but he did mention at least this. Catholics share God's love not only in our words and worship. We prove our love through works of charity and mercy for all men and women. We prove our love by working for peace and justice for every person. This is why so many of us are offended by the decision to honor a group that insults Jesus and mocks Catholic believers. Religious freedom and respect for the beliefs of others are hallmarks of our nation. When God is insulted, when the beliefs of any of our neighbors are ridiculed, it diminishes all of us. Our religious sisters, our priests and deacons, our Catholic lay people and consecrated men and women, they are serving selflessly in our communities every day. Wherever there is, there is human need and human sufferings, Catholics are there. Jesus commands us to forgive those who trespass against us and to pray for those who persecute us. And he, taught, he taught us to oppose what is wrong and ugly with, that, with, with what is beautiful and true.
just a city. So today we ask him to give us the strength to do that. We entrust our lives and our city and our country to the tender heart of Holy Mary, the mother of God and the mother of each one of us. So, I mean, I would have at least liked him to be there, but we got to pray for our Archbishop because he's facing a lot of backlash just for even speaking up. And so we got to understand that, you know, he's in a precarious position himself. But, you know, but praise God for um, Archbishop Cordelione, who actually also speak to, spoke up with the, uh, with the lion heart that he has. And guess what? What happened inside? We're going to show you right now. We're going to show you what happened inside. So they didn't actually go with the ceremony to award them at the end of the game, middle of the game. No, they went before the game. In fact, long before the game. In fact, there's like nobody there. Watch this. Nobody there, and they make the award. But they do make the award. Very sad. But nonetheless, watch this. And you want some icing on the cake? Guess what? The anti-Christian team, the Dodgers, and yes, by the way, they're going to be an anti-Christian team until they apologize for this. The anti-Christian team, the LA Dodgers, they lost. They got crushed by the Giants. So there's beauty in that too. Hey guys, here's a little snippet. Look, this is Tim O'Brien. He's our development officer who is with me and he travels with me often to these kinds of things. Amazing. We met our, so many of our supporters here. So, so good to meet you. We couldn't do what you, we do without you. Yeah, it was uh, great. Um, just coming off the plane, uh, I met up with John Paul. We were trying to find Christina. Uh, John Henry was calling me. We're having issues just in, uh, in around the, uh, the airport with reception. Um, and then just trying to get to our uh, long trip, just even just to get to the car rental was just an experience of its of its own. Um, and and John Henry, you obviously you had a great uh, 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 a testament of uh, true faith, and uh, you know asking you shall receive, and just uh, what uh, yeah you tell tell us your story yeah. about that. So get this. In fact, John Paul, you should come in front of the camera for a second too. So this is John Paul, who's normally behind the camera. You don't you won't get to see him often, but this is him here, and. So this is what happens to us. We, one thing I should tell you is we were gonna to be to a mass impossible to get to because we were late, we couldn't, it was hard to get anywhere. Got there, this guy got behind the wheel and like traffic opened. It was truly remarkable, but get this. Okay, so on that trip, we all went separately because I came in from Canada and to the car rental place. I'm on the back of the bus and it's, you know, how when you get on, you put your bags there, you go to the back, wherever you're sitting. There's a ton of people on the bus. But for some reason, I'm on the phone with someone usually. And so for some reason, I feel, ooh, is this my stop? Like a dummy. It's not my stop. But, you know, I should realize when we get to the car rental, everybody's going to pile out. But anyway, I feel, oh, is this the stop? So I get up like a dummy and I go forward and there's a lady trying to leave with my bag. And I'm like, um, that's, that's my bag. And she's like, oh, oh, okay, sorry, yeah. And then she just leaves. And I was like, whoa, we're in LA. They, that, that's how it happens. I almost lost my bag. And I realized it's our Lord with the, I see you. 
I see you. And, <laughs> you know, he uses the, the simple, the stupid, whatever you want to call it. Well, the idea that, oh, this must be my stop when it's not, is what got me up off my phone call, which I'm paying attention to, and to go, oh, uh, that's my bag. Anyway, it's just our Lord. And there's so many little things like that that happened on our trip. It was awesome. Yeah, and then if I could just say, and then we were uh, off and, you know, we just got our car rental. We all convened together. Uh, we're driving, uh, trying to get to Holy Mass. Um, and we're looking at the, the, the GPS and it was looking pretty daunting. There was about uh, 15 minutes. Uh, we were going to be late for Mass. Uh, John Henry said, you know what, let's say a Holy Rosary. Ask our mother and uh, she will receive and, and give to us. We, we prayed our rosary and we literally watched the clock. We, we, we shaved minutes off and I, I swear I wasn't speeding. Uh, I was just keeping up with the pace of traffic. Um, and, then, and then I ended up missing a turn. Um, and then the clock got set back again, but we, we persevered. We kept saying our rosary and uh, we showed up for mass on time with minutes to spare. And I think uh, some of our members even got to confession. So that was great. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was good. Um, just an overall great experience. Uh, I got to meet so many people, supporters from all walks of life, people at the rally. We got to meet up with some great people uh, out in Beverly Hills. Just a great experience. And we thank everyone for, for all your support and all you do for us. Um, it's because of you that allows us to be able to uh, report the things that care most to you and uh, our Holy Mother, the Church, and uh, everything else, uh, faith, family, and, and life, and freedom. So, yeah, thank you all, and God bless. God bless you. It's been amazing being here with these fine gentlemen, being able to pray and just have that, that true spirit of Catholicism and love for our brothers and sisters and being able to be united in that and just being in California, the beautiful landscape here just reminds us of how thankful we have to be to God for all of his gifts to us. So glad you could join us for this episode of the John Hunter Weston Show and this Easter egg. God bless you. Hi, everyone. This is John Henry Weston. We hope you enjoyed this program. To see more like it, be sure to hit the subscribe button below to get all the latest content from LifeSite News. Check the links in the description to read more and connect with us on social media so that you can stay up to date with all the latest life, family, faith, and freedom news. Thanks for watching, and may God bless you.